Around the southwest, this is Out of Bounds at Triple M. Daniel Leach here. Alan Crane over there. Okay, Craney. Dale Alcock home, Southwest Football League. We were expecting this to be up and going about three months ago. We've waited, we've waited, we've waited. It's on. It is on. And we got the GM of no, the no, Southwest no. Footy League in Simone Nani. How are you, Simone? Hi, guys. I'm great. How are you going? Going wonderfully. We're stoked that the footy's back. And obviously, you know, a lot of people have moved heaven and earth to make this happen. A lot of the, the medical uh, fraternity around the whole country have been doing their best so that we can start to get back to some sort of normal life. But I want to take you back three months. Uh, when all of a sudden they went, hey, COVID's coming, we're locking everything down, what was your first thought? It was hard to let it sink in. You know, It took a little while to um, actually understand that the players couldn't go out and the track and train. Mm. You know, if we were... We were ready to go. The season was planned. We had our waffle games booked in. The players had done their pre-season. So everyone was ready to go. And then you weren't allowed to go out and train together. And it, it took a little while to sink in. And when it did, the reality was it was a little bit scary. What's it going to look like for our league? What's going to look like for our club? So it was, yeah, it was a real shock. But we just um, started working through the steps as the news came in and then started to work out what it might look like for us in the future. So how did you go about that, Simone? Because you're all ready to go for your, the start of the season and it stops. Can you use any of that preparation for when it starts again or you pretty much got to start the ball rolling from scratch? I thought we could. I thought I'd just pick it up and put it in a new date, but it <laughs> didn't really work that way. Yeah. I feel like we've organised two seasons already and we haven't had one game of football, but it's it wasn't that easy because of the timing and the fixturing and fitting in with the juniors. The juniors started before the seniors, which is the first. So we had to consider ground bookings and we couldn't have all the ovals booked out. And then we tried to get our seniors on it and we couldn't. So there was a lot of um, discussions around that. So parts of it have been easy to move over, but I feel like we really did start again and um, just relook at how everything was going to be finalised for the season. You know, we're talking about what will the grand final be like, mm. how about Haywood Medal, you know, all those sorts of things. So there was a lot to consider. And did you ever get to a stage where, I know you've been very positive through, but you thought this just isn't going to happen, we'll push it to next year? There was only one point in time we were had sort of, planned season I'd done up a draft set of fixtures when um, we thought that it, you know we could get crowds and there was I think there was a couple of days where there was a bit of news well you know negative news around COVID yep. and I thought oh no this the government's going to shut us down we're not going to be able to have crowds without crowds our clubs can't survive so that went for about two days and I think then we got some better news and then I went yeah no we're going to be able to do this so we didn't really spend any time focusing on why we shouldn't. We just focused on how do we get around the obstacles and how do we make it work. And we did that with the full involvement of the club presidents. You know, we always touched base with them and asked them how they felt and what would it mean for their club. And, you know, and that's where we kept our focus. Like, 
just wait till the government tells us we can do it and the Football Commission tells us we can do it and we will. And I suppose the important thing to keep in mind for anyone that's going to the footy this weekend, you know, yes, we're not out of the absolute woods just yet, but a lot of the footy clubs, in fact, every single football club is having to adhere to a lot of strict guidelines in order to make sure that these games are going ahead. So if you are wanting to go out to these games, you know, you can do it safely. If you're not entirely sure, you can go sit in your car and watch the games. You can do whatever. But just know that if you're going to the footy, Every club has gone through these guidelines. You would have gone through it inch by inch and know that everyone is doing the right thing over these next few weeks. Well, the beauty of country football is that we can sit in our cars and we've got plenty of room to move. So even if we've got a big crowd, we've still got a lot of open air and people don't have to be jammed into seats next to each other if they don't want to. Mm. And our clubs have been... You know, they've been great. They've considered everything with the internal side, so they're inside their clubs, their change rooms, how much space do they have and what does that mean. Our fortunate, what's fortunate for us is that the players have been so involved in getting this right during the training process that they're probably the most knowledgeable about yeah. how this has to work. So for the public coming to the games, it's the simple things that you'd be doing already, you know, washing your hands, just social distancing, but you can still come and enjoy the football without even have to worry about that if you are sitting in your car or you're sitting in the grandstand and, you know, not everyone's packed in together. So it's really doable. Just on the season, shortened season, Simone, we spoke a bit earlier about the Hayward Medal. What's the setup with that? Well, we're actually going to be talking about that tonight with the executive group and then we will talk to the clubs next week because we have a council meeting next week. The discussions we've had so far is that it possibly won't be the great big event that we've seen in the last few years. We might bring that down a little bit. We're just throwing around some ideas about what that could look like. And, um, you know, there's even discussion about do we present the Nola Marino and the Hayward Medal on grand final day so the whole public can see it. So, you know, we might not be calling round by round as we usually do, but the awards will be given and we probably will make a decision on that over the next couple of weeks so we can start planning that. So let's talk about football going ahead. Uh, We mentioned round one on the way this weekend, but I know next weekend's a very important round, the Think Mental Health round. Um, There's a lot of activity happening at a lot of the venues, and I know the game we're going to be doing next weekend between Kerry Park and Bunbury, there's going to be a lot of activity there. Um, It's With everything that's happened um, over the last few months, it is such an important round to be having, I think. You're right there. It couldn't have come at a better time. The Football Commission or Think Mental Health have a partnership which flows down to the country football leagues. And we do have our normal procedures. We have a special ball that gets presented, but we're doing a little bit more than that this year. We've got um, some local support networks like Headspace and Beyond Blue and things like that joining us at the game at Kerry Park. And then they are going to um, Eton as well. And we're going to involve them in presentations on the day. We've got special guests going to the Kerry Park game We've even got the big boss from the Football Commission coming down. Oh, so Bottrell, we're just who, really... Who would that be, Simone? Yeah. Oh, that's Mr. Tom Bottrell. Yeah. We might even snavel we'll Mr. Sneak, Tom we'll Bottrell, sneak him into the box, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, let's get him in and let's have him talking to you guys. I think it, it'd be nice to hear from him on how the challenges that have been for them getting through this process as well. But there is, it is a really important time to spread this message. And what we want to do as a league, and I know the clubs really support this, is 
to help people understand in our community where they can go if they need support. So we can send the message, think mental health, but where do you go and where do you get that? And that's what we want to do for the round two. So people have an idea of locally, where do I go if I need some help? And there is a little bit of stigma, isn't it, about going to talk to someone, urge anyone, just go and have a chat. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of the reasons why just, uh, you know, about three weeks ago here on Triple M, we did No Talk Day, that whole stigma, break it down. It's such an important thing. So we've got to make sure we talk more about it. We have a special day in Harvey coming up too, Simone. We do. That's actually this weekend, first round. So on Sunday, Harvey is playing Collie and it's a Lockheed Herneman um, tribute game. So last year when Collie and Harvey met was just after young Lockie passed and they have a medal that they give to the best player of the Harvey team and they're going to follow that tradition each time they play Collie, which happens to be this first round. So if everybody in the Harvey and Collie community can get out there on Sunday and support the local family and the local football club, because it will still be a very emotional day for everyone. It's only been 12 months. So, yeah, so it's a big day, and we look forward to seeing that on our calendar every year. Yeah, and I know we were there last week, uh, last year for that game, and it was a very emotional game, but the, the club put on such a, an amazing effort to do everything uh, surrounding Lockie Herman, and I know they'll do it, the same thing again this weekend. And we should make mention for anyone going to the grounds this weekend and over the uh, season, um, you know, contactless payment is, uh, is sort of being um, um, promoted a bit more this time around, getting into the ground and also at uh, the, the venues themselves, and just to have that little bit of extra patience if you're going along to the footy games over the uh, the coming weeks. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a really good point. It's one of those things where we're going to have cars coming through the gates and sometimes we have, you know, four or five people in a car yep. and if they're all doing a cashless payment, it might just take a little bit longer, but we'll get there and I think everybody's understanding now. We're doing, having to do that in shops where you have to wait a little bit longer and things. It's just so we can protect our players and protect our community because the last thing we want to do is be shut down because the bug gets out. Yeah. The scale of 1 to 10, how excited are we? Oh, we're, we're well over the 10. I can't wait. <laughs> we're a 15, aren't we, Simone? <laughs> Yeah, it feels like it, fun. and every reason yeah. to. You've done an amazing job over the last uh, three to four months, in particular with everything that's been going on. So, Simone, on behalf of everyone here at Triple M, well congratulations played. on being able to put this season together. And we can't wait to be at the footy tomorrow afternoon. As we said, South Bunbury and the Eaton Boomers will be there and uh, live from 2.30, and throughout the season we'll be there as well. So best of luck for this weekend and throughout the season. We'll see you across the uh, season. Yes, I'll see you soon. Thanks, guys.